and welcome to Weekly Weird News, uh, brought to you by Pudding with the Bull and the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. It's time for Weekly Weird News. Things we find on the net that have made us chuckle or are just downright, well, that's basically ridiculous. Hmm. Or terrifying. Mm-hmm. However you want to go with that. This is terrifying. Oh, yeah. And ridiculous at the same time. The Bomb Squad... Uh, called to A&E, that's accident and emergency, after man gets a World War II shell stuck up his bum. What? What size? I dread to think. An impressive uh, 17 centimetres by 6 centimetres. It was an um, anti-tank shell. Jesus oh. Christ. That's pretty big. Mm-hmm. So if you're having a bad week, spare a thought for the poor soul who prompted a response from the bomb squad after getting an artillery shell stuck up his bottom. The anonymous patient, who reportedly collected military memorabilia, quote, slipped and fell on a project <laughs> projectile from World War Two. Slipped and fell my ass. Mm. Why is it all lubed? Yeah, it's, been, it's greased for firing. <laughs> condom on it. <laughs> <laughs> Fearing the girthy shell is most impressive 60, 17 centimetres by 6 centimetres would have been fired from anti-tank guns during the war. Fearing the round could detonate, the bomb squad was called to the A&E department of the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital on Wednesday morning. Could detonate? Inside your ass. Well, there's not much left of anything at that point. You're just going to keep him really still. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's an empty shell. I don't know that. Well, no, because he might have just... I don't know what... I don't know. It could be living dangerously. It could <laughs> have explosives in with the detonator removed. Yeah. But you don't know what that explosive... Just don't take the risk. Because what, what you're doing, man. Live or not, put, shove ammunition up your arse. He didn't shove it up his arse. Oh, he slipped in the bell. <laughs> He confirmed it was not live, anyway. The uh, item had been removed prior to police arrival and the explosive ordnance disposal team. They attended and confirmed it wasn't live. An army spokesman said, We can confirm an army explosive ordnance disposal team was called out to Gloucestershire at the request of the local police. A source told the newspaper the patient found the shell as he was doing a clear-out. He said he put it on the floor and then he slipped and fell on it and it went up his arse. What was he doing? Clearing naked, was he? <laughs> it's ripped through the seat of a tra- his trousers, of course. Obviously. It's an anti cool well, yeah, it's got a pointy end, hasn't it? It's an anti tank round. A fairly chunky anti tank round. I ain't buying that. I'm not buying it. You'd, you know, what's the chance of it stabbing right up your arse? Before you sort of jumped and went, way oh! Very, very slim, but it does happen. People have been killed by, killed by falling on <laughs> the broomsdales before now. On what? Broomsdales. Yeah, the, the stick of the broom you push, it's a broomsdale. Oh, is it? Yeah. What, they've just fall, fallen, it's snapped and they've stabbed them in the stomach? Sometimes they've been using it to support themselves as they've been sort of on the edge of the uh, windowsill, cleaning the top of the curtain rail. Mm. And they've had the broom on their arse cheeks supporting them while their feet on the ledge and it slipped and gone straight up. Oh. That has happened. I read it once in a, in a, a weird deaths book. Yeah, but there's a difference between a broom handle and a fucking artillery shell. 
Yeah, that's what I didn't kill him. Gigi. He just stretched his ass. <laughs> He's got pointy tips. I guess he could have ripped his trousers. I think he put it up there. Well, you would, because it's got a deviant thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you buy military memorabilia. <laughs> Not just for your love of the Nazi party, I knew it. <laughs> the training has begun. <laughs> he was in a considerable amount of pain, and a... The defence source was also quoted by the Sun, who said it was an inert lump of metal and there's no risk to life during the removal. These, the hospital said that as of any incident involving munitions, the relative safety protocols were followed to ensure there was no risk to patients, staff or visitors at any time. And he has been discharged from the hospital and will make a full recovery. His ego won't. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that though, an anti-tank shell. Up your ass to the Probably point where you nice. can't get it out. You'll be shitting pancakes the rest of your life. Like a cow pass, your arse would never go back. No. It, it would. Yeah, only with a lot of intense squats. Yeah. Kegels. Are they kegels? Yeah, kegels. Kegels. Muscles, yeah, that's the one. Moving, Moving on. on. Yep. A history TikToker's viral claim that ancient Rome didn't exist is getting backlash from academics. No shit, Sherlock. She can't even decide what oh, colour really. fucking hair she wants. Yeah. Looks like she's wearing a wig. Brown and grey. Crazy. In <laughs> like two different layers. Yeah. yeah. Looks like she's wearing a wig on top of grey hair, doesn't it? Yeah. She can't even decide what colour hair she wants. Therefore, why would you take a valid history of people? Well, she's got 100,000 followers Ooh. on Ooh. They're probably... For her hair. We've got less than a thousand. She's a hundred, over a hundred to that. Because she's talking bollocks. Well, that's what we do. <laughs> we have facts. Fucked up facts. <laughs> Kelly Hopkinsville, fact. Roswell, fact. You know, she's, she's spouting bollocks. She gets more. I mean, she's... No, oh God, you saw your article. You read it, sorry. <laughs> carried away. Yeah. Go for it, you no, want. you carry on. A TikToker known for making videos about history on the platform has sparked debate among academics within a niche community of historians on TikTok with a clip saying ancient Rome isn't real. The TikToker, whose handle is at mom millennial, millennial, and name is listed as Donna D2, has racked up 94,000 followers and 1.8 million likes since joining the platform in 2020. Her bio states that she has a bachelor's degree in anthropology and history, and she has posted numerous videos about history, including ancient Rome. In one such TikTok posted on November the 16th, she said that ancient Rome didn't exist and was, quote, a figment of the Spanish Inquisition's imagination. Right. <laughs> okay. She's also falsely claimed that there isn't a single extant Roman document or primary document, despite the reported existence of Roman documents and tablets with Latin written on them. Yeah, I think you'll find there's a lot of them like about. There's a lot of Latin inscriptions about. There's a lot of Roman documents. They were, you know, they kept a lot of records. The Romans, didn't they? Not Quite coins. efficient. Coins, buildings. I've been to Rome. It's full of them. It's full of Roman buildings. They're still standing. The Romans are still Roman in some cases. It's madness. Now this is what puzzles me. Is like she's clearly trolling to get likes. Yeah, comes into something random, gets a hundred thousand subscribers all of a sudden. Boom, that's advertising money. Then you can say what crazy shit you want, but it moves beyond trolling into just complete misinformation. 
But people are dumb enough now, they'd rather believe her than someone who spent like 20 years studying ancient Rome. Because mm. they can't be asked to watch that documentary, but they can be asked to watch this daft bin fucking spoke 20 minutes of nonsense. It's just a sad state of affairs, isn't it? Maybe she has made some good videos and this one's just a blip. I hope she hasn't got... A very big blip, but... I hope she hasn't got some kind of mental problem that's developed all of a sudden. That's an issue. But see, still, there's a lot of evidence of that, love. Mm. Yeah. We are getting dumb at... We are, that's a fact. Chef's sentenced after one killed and 31 left ill by uncooked shepherd pie. Fucking hell. That's pretty bad. It's in the UK as well. Yeah, a church harvest supper at a village pub ended in tragedy when one of the congregation was killed and 31 others suffered food poisoning after eating the nasty shepherd's pie that had been incorrectly prepared and rushed by the chef. Oh. Elizabeth Newman, 92, repeatedly vomited after eating the pie and died while other parishioners became unpleasantly ill. And three of those attending only escaped because they were vegetarians. Oh, I guess imagine everyone suddenly vomiting at the table. Jesus. And she vomits so much she dies. Fucking hell. What's that film where that happens? Everyone starts vomiting around the table. I don't know, I can only think of the Goonies when he's explaining that he was in the cinema chunk. And he was saying to them, people that had captured him. Yeah, yeah. That he, he vomited. <laughs> he faked vomit, wasn't it? And yeah. then someone else vomited and everyone started vomiting. And that could be it. That could be the one. He only describes it, though, doesn't he? Mm. So the cook, John Crutcher, who at the time was the head chef at the Crew Arms in Reading, I believe. Oh, no, it was at Reading Crown Court. They heard this. Sorry. sorry. Northamptonshire uh, the, the, the Village. Crew, yeah. Hinton in the Hedges. Quite upmarket. Yeah. was given a four-month jail sentence uh, suspended for 12 months after uh, admitting a charge of contravening food regulations. Defending himself in court, Croucher said, I hate to say, I really hate to say it, but I think I was rush I was rushing. He said that he'd worked in kitchen for 20 years and now he was a better chef because of this horrible, horrible circumstance. Oh, I, hope, I oh. fucking hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I should fucking hope he's a better chef because of it. Someone's died and 31 people were vomiting at the table. He says uh, remorse is an understatement and this is something I'll never forget. And it's uh, a shame the cost of it had to be what it was. Oof. Yeah, someone's dead. Yes. <laughs> Going for a pub meal, you don't expect to vomit yourself to death, do you? Especially when you're 92 and you're in a lovely little church service. Yeah. You're in wheeled in. Well, on that evening, the mint was not cooked properly. Yeah, so he's part cooked this mint that was, like, just raw. Yeah. Right. But he's part cooked it and then placed it into a pan of icy water to cool it down. Yeah, put in cling film and left in the fridge overnight, then used the next day for this, you know, he should have for either cooked it there and then yeah. and made the pie. Mm. Yeah, he, he should have just wasted it, simple as. Yeah, he should have gone. Yeah, all because he needs to leave and go and do something after work. Oh, gutting. So the whole Holy Trinity Church uh, congregation um, don't want any retribution against the pub or its landlord. You got the sack then. Crouchy got the sack. He no longer works there. Yeah. No shit. No shit. 
but the judge raised concerns about the the pub's record saying the crew arms is an important pub to the local community he's read loads of references and it, you know said it could have been a one-off mistake but looking at the evidence it wasn't they've been having inspections in 2015 for three stars and in 2017 one star uh, why, would you even, why would you even eat somewhere that has one star no well, they were fined 9,000 quid and, and another 1,000 court costs. You got off light? Yeah. Gross. Yeah, you don't want that. No. Ooh, farmers are turning cow poo into cow power with batteries created from cow pat. Uh -huh. Did you know that a kilogram of cow poo can produce enough electricity to power a vacuum cleaner for five hours? So dairy cooperative Arla's herd of 460,000 could fuel 1.2 million UK homes. Good stuff. That's ace. Mm. What are we going to do with the methane though? Well surely it'll be using a bit of that, no? Yeah. It will, but when it's coming fresh at the cow's arse, isn't it a missing well, they ball? they don't they as well? Ah, no. Alright, let's see. Um, a group of British farmers are turning cow poo into cow power in the form of AA-sized patteries. The rechargeable patteries could be one part of Britain's renewable energy solution as one kilogram of cow poo can produce 3.75 kilowatts of electricity. Yeah, but there was a downside, isn't there? you got to look around a kilogram of cow shit. Your batteries stink of cow shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And only, no. uh, that's only enough to power a vacuum for five hours or do three and a half hours of ironing. Good suppose it's a fair bit. Who spends three and a half hours doing ironing in one sitting? You don't have to carry around the cow poo, do you? Well, you have the battery, <laughs> which is, smells like cow shit, probably. I was joking, of course not. It's three and a half hours of ironing. The energy's converted at the, at the place where the cows are. Yeah, they still weigh a kilogram. Are you gonna power? And one kilogram of cow poo can produce. Yeah, they don't deliver cow poo to your house. They're rechargeable batteries that, in the form of AA-sized batteries. Yeah, they're, they're not made out of cow shit. <laughs> well, they're not made out of cow shit, but I still think they're. Like they're normal smell. batteries. That they obviously they, they make them at the place. Put the energy in it. I still captured from the poo still, at the place. Still no think. one's giving you shitty batteries and delivering cow poo at your house. You don't have to fucking somehow converting your vacuum cleaner into energy. Fill it with cow shit. And go past it. God, open the door. Did you pour a kilogram of cow shit in? Close the lid. Press the button. Carry it around with you. Found your own fucking. <laughs> uh, I don't see a problem. Uh, so it could power 1.2 million UK homes, and it's utterly amazing. Fantastic. Who wrote this fucking article? <laughs> that was a star. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> utterly amazing. That's some top sauce journalism there. Top notch. Certainly is. Well, I like to think that you're lugging around a kilogram of the couch with you. And someone drops it off at your house once a week. No, 
remember they'd like. I said things would be in my brain. They'd, they'd burn it and then like turn it into steam and then the power. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. Power's turbines, which produces electricity, which they're storing normal batteries. Isn't that adding more carbon though? Burn well, it. I don't know if they do burn it. Might just be the methane coming off it. Powers. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they're doing it. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna. They're gonna shit anyway. Do you want to get power out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Sense, okay, moving on. Man had six month sex affair with dolphin after she seduced him at a water park. Well, who hasn't? <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, bestiality. Nasty. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Malcolm Brenner, now 70, had confessed to embarking on a six-month-long love affair with a bottlenose dolphin in the 1970s. Called Dolly. Brenner, who was a college student at the time of their relationship, was asked to take the photographs for the attraction, which is how the pair first met. The full-time writer says he formed a friendship with a mammal after he was given free access to the pool, but claims their relationship progressed after the dolphin came on to him whilst they were swimming together. Fuck me. <laughs> okay, this is... She announced her intentions to me by positioning herself so I was rubbing against her, he previously told the mirror. At first I discouraged her, I wasn't interested. After some time I thought, if this was a woman, would I come up with these rationalisations and excuses? It was then, when the park was closing, that we successfully eluded the male dolphin. <laughs> Jesus, so we could spend some time alone. She having an affair with a dolphin as yeah. well. Oh my god. Brenner admitted he that he knew he has a sexual attraction towards other species before he made love with Dolly. Oh fuck me! Oh. Guys raping dolphins. Raping the same dolphin for fifteen. I years. had some experiences with a family dog when I was adolescent. Oh, there we go. We're all oh, bored. No. Yeah, he's just, he's just into bestiality, isn't he? This is he's just dressing this up. He's been arrested, surely. I don't know. I tried to have intercourse with it and it wasn't successful, so I dropped it. <laughs> Just oh. dropped the dog! I oh, dropped man. his interest rather than yeah. dropped the dog. Yeah. Dolly was relocated to another amusement facility after a park closed down, but was reported to have died nine months after meeting Brenner. He believed that she committed suicide oh, and she voluntarily stopped breathing, which is a known act that dolphins can do when they're depressed. Flipper did it. Yeah. He wrote a book called Wet Goddess in 2011, oh which was thought to be based God. on his own sexual encounters with the dolphin. Oh Wet Goddess. Fuck, man, this is not good. <laughs> what the fuck? I called it a relationship because that's what it was. When she died, it made me feel terrible, and I found a depression which lasted five years. Well, I guess when you do love someone or something deeply then yes you will get depressed when they when they pass or commit suicide because they've been separated from you because you've been having sex with an animal which isn't allowed him having sex with it probably caused it to die probably gave it internal fucking bleeding or something fuck knows what he did I don't know but now I have to find out how big a dolphin penis is <laughs> now I have to find it out you've, you've piqued my interest she was a live research Go on then, Claire, do you want to do that, yeah, that last one while Ben searches for dolphin porn? <laughs> <laughs> so it's one small smell for man and one giant stink for mankind. Why farts in space can be deadly. <laughs> <laughs> so NASA astronauts have revealed that something most of us do without thinking at least a dozen times a day can easily spell disaster for space travellers. 
the average human farts about 15 times a day and it's not a big deal if you work in open space but it's slightly more problematic if you work in an office or a shop or you're an astronaut. Potentially uh, deadly. Potentially deadly, yeah. For a start it's quite antisocial. NASA astronaut Mike Massimino was part of the Space Shuttle's Columbia crew in um, in 2002 mission to repair the Hubble Space Telescope. He explains that unpleasant bodily odours don't dissipate the way they do on Earth because of airflow. <laughs> Farts can kind of hang out. So often they uh, go to the loo when they need to fart. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know the toilet every time I fart. Oh, but it's fucking hell, being stuck in space with him. Fucking farting, stinking mm. place. He'd linger there for fucking days. Well, their digestive system's not working. Yeah, we're all eating well. the same food at this point, remember? We're probably all on stuff that we don't have to fart as much. Did you, you, had, you had a biscuit browns, didn't you, Claire, when you did your Navy stuff? The uh, field ration kits? Yeah, yeah. And your biscuit browns? They stop you farting, stop you pooing. Do they? Yeah. All the army stuff does, it all stops you pooing in the field. Yeah, obviously, you have to go at some point, but it stops you for a couple of days, yeah. So, Massimino went on to say, letting rip on the National Space Station can lead to crew disharmony. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> God, they'd hate me. <laughs> they would hate me. I'm a sleep farter as well. I've worked myself up farting, you know. It's amazing. He How do you wake yourself up farting? <laughs> you let one out so fucking loud it shakes the room. Jesus. Fortunately, I was on my own that night. I've heard some horror stories from some of your exes. <laughs> your farting escapades at night. Didn't it get so bad it's the stink you have to leave the room? <laughs> Briefly, yes. This is why they could be deadly. So many of the gases naturally produced by our digestive systems are flammable and fire on a spacecraft can be a serious business indeed. I was just sleeping with me spacesuit on my line. Is that to do? What, just fart in your own spacesuit? Yeah, you the suction thing sucking out. Mm. So don't fart in the space. Don't fart in space, it. no one can hear you fart. But they can't smell it. <laughs> um, would you like to know bigger dolphin's penises? Go on then. A harbour porpoise, for example, has a penis the length of my forearm, whereas the common dolphins is at the size of a human hand. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't say he did much uh, damage then, could he? No, but it's still great. Oh, there's no yeah. human but hands it's still not, not cool. No. Alright, let's call it a day there then. Yeah, and so I'm in Ben, thanks for listening. Oh god, I one lined up and I forgot what it was. Don't assume that you're going to be carrying around a kilogram of cow shit <laughs> to power you over for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the same as thinking that you've got to carry around coal. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> no, it's not. There's my house is, is, is purely steampunk. <laughs> I've got everything on coal. <laughs> I walk around in a stovepipe hat and a monocle. Well, you've got a nasty shot coming to you, haven't you? <laughs> I refuse to believe the... I refuse to buy the devilry that is oil. <laughs> Stuck in the 1850s. <laughs> I am.
it. Yes, that's how I live. <laughs> I have modern stuff. It just all works off coal. Feed the fire. <laughs> feed, feed the food. The telly's starting to flicker. Stroke <laughs> the, the telly. Stroke the telly. Stroke the fire. That's, yeah. Each individual appliance <laughs> is individually coal powered. <laughs> yes. Put a tiny little bit in the kettle. Close the lid. Do not have to boil it. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, idiot. <laughs> Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Then I have Claire, don't shag dolphins. <laughs> Not if their penises are bigger than yours. <laughs> oh, come and harm a poor person's big as your forearm. <laughs> a fish's still pretty big, though. Let's face it. Don't fish dolphins. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That's what he was doing. Fisting and jacking up in the water. Uh. Well, there's a fucking nasty door to end up. Cheers, man. That's what I do.